Hello and welcome to the Helmet to Helmet podcast. I'm Jack Sheldon, here with Jack Thompson and Charlie McAworth. Say hi boys. What's up? Well, how to do? The Carson Wentz era is officially over in Philly and what a roller coaster ride it was. Let's get into it. Right then, boys. Wentz has been traded to the Colts. Is a 2021 third round pick and a 2022 conditional second round pick. He's, he's 28 years old. He didn't have the best year last year, and that's me being kind. I think he led the league in turnovers, interceptions, and fumbles, that is, for a QB, and was benched mid-season late in the year for, for rookie Jalen Hurts. How do you boys see this one? Let's start with you, JT. Yeah, I think this is a little bit of a dig to the Eagles, this trade. I think it's a good landing spot for Wentz, and I'll explain why as we get through this uh, episode. But yeah, looking at the trade as a whole, I think they've got Wentz for quite cheap especially when you consider the quarterback uh, market at the moment. I do want to say the 2022 conditional second round pick is looking quite likely to be a first round pick. It's conditional on whether he gets 75% of snaps or if the Colts reach the playoffs and he's had at least 70%. So I think barring injury, you know, it's looking like a third and a first. So he'll get those 75% of snaps if he starts every game and doesn't get hurt. That's the thing. He's injury prone, isn't he? So. Yeah, so I think if if they get that um, first round pick, it's been a good trade, mm-hmm. especially for the Colts. But I do think that for the Eagles, it's a bit of a cheap trade. Yeah, so for me, obviously as a Dallas fan, we're we're all a little bit biased, and Jack and myself, we're not big fans of Wentz. But you have to give him his dues, you know. Um, he led the Eagles on their first ever Super Bowl win in 2017-2018 season. Unfortunately, got injured and. Uh, you know, we'll get into Nick Foles later on and how that affected him. But interestingly, I read that he was voted third in the NFL top 100 the year after the 2017 season, which is which is mad. But I do feel sorry for him. Obviously, he, he wasn't able to play in the Super Bowl in 2017. He tore his ACL in week 13. His backup comes in, wins him a Super Bowl, statue built for him. Yeah, cheers, mate. Then this year, Jalen Hurts replaced him in week 13. Wentz has struggled all year. Jalen Hurts comes in, looks really comfortable, performs. It, it's it's tough for him, isn't it? Yeah, I think they've got a good um, starting quarterback in Jalen Hurts now. And I think Wentz's timing, Philly was up. Yeah, I think I think the key, the key for me is that the Philly O-line was so poor. And after Wentz's serious knee injury in 2017, where he was... He was a shoo-in to get MVP that year until he got hurt against the Rams. Uh, and obviously, as we said, Foles went on, led him to a Super Bowl victory over over the Patriots. But after that knee injury, he does he hasn't looked like he's been able to move as well. So Philly's O-line, that was one of the best in the league when they won the Super Bowl, has deteriorated quite quickly. He can't move as, as well as Jalen Hurts can. And I think that's why you saw a massive difference in performance from the two QBs. I think it's just it's movement. Um, and obviously the relationship between Peterson and Wentz had had gone to a point where, I, I mean, we've read everyone's read stories. They weren't... Uh, Peterson was calling a play into the huddle. Wentz would change it, which, I mean, that's fine if you're Tom Brady or Drew Brees and, and stuff like that and you get that kind of choice. But... Wentz wasn't playing well enough to have that luxury to change plays at the line of scrimmage too much. And then another story came out, I think, yesterday that they weren't speaking for about six weeks, Wentz and Peterson, and that is not how you win in the NFL. Your head coach and your quarterback not not speaking to each other. 
especially when your head coach is the one calling the plays. I saw on the report that it was 10 weeks, apparently, mm. that they didn't speak for in the end. It's um, crazy. Yeah, so it just shows you, doesn't it? Yeah, and I mean, the Colts, I mean, I think from the start of this, the Colts were always the favourite. They've got Frank Reich, who was the offensive coordinator in 2017 when Wentz had his best season. Um, he's their head coach. Uh, the Colts had a ton of cap space as well. So there was there was sort of, they, they needed a QB. So it was kind of Wentz had been penciled in there. It was just what, what could the Eagles get for him? Now, I think they once they saw the Stafford trade, their eyes probably lit up and went, oh, wow, we can get quite a lot here for Carson. That's not the case. I mean, if they'd kept him on the roster until March 17th, which is the new league year, they would have had to pay him a $12 million uh, roster bonus. So they had to get rid of him before March 17th, and all the teams in the league knew it. So they had him over a barrel in that sense. Yeah. Um, and, and I think Philly were trying to create a market with the stories that were coming out. And so, uh, again... It's a bit of a difficult one, but he, he <laughs> I've read this stat. It's 38, 33.8 mil uh, went cost the Eagles in dead cap this year. That's the highest dead cap charge in NFL history. The previous record was Jared Goff, yeah. 22.2 mil, and that was only a few weeks ago. So not not the best situation. Well, what option do you have there? No, well, he had to go, didn't he? I think with a new coach, they obviously don't want him there. Um, new coach and, and you've got a, a younger QB that you don't have to pay still on his rookie contract. The crazy thing for me is that he only signed his four-year 128 million deal in June 2019 and a year and a half later they're uh, they're moving off him. He, he isn't a bad yeah. quarterback. You look at his numbers, he's he's had a lot of passing yards, not many interceptions and plenty of touchdowns over his five-year span last year, yeah, 16 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, not great. But as you say, he ter- had a terrible O-line. You look at his weapons, his weapons aren't fantastic. Miles Sanders was injured a lot of last year. I think it'll be a good move for him. I think there's more to it there. You look at the reports that are coming out now, they didn't speak. Carson Wentz and Doug Pedersen didn't speak to each other for, some have reported, up to 10 weeks. You couple that with his production and... It just seems like his time was done and that they'd already agreed to move on from him when they signed Jalen Hurts. Mm. I think it was already written and I think they were just trying to build up as much um, hype and wait for the market to develop in such a way that they'd get the most for him. Yeah. Would you not think it's strange if they had that plan that they, they fired Peterson? So if that was the plan when they drafted Hurts, why would you fire Peterson? Because you make Wentz the scapegoat at that point. So it's, it's just an odd situation and Philly's in a bit of a mess. I just don't quite understand. If they had this plan, obviously, like why why fire your head coach who won you a Super Bowl? Yeah, I think the Eagles are in a situation now where they haven't really admitted that they're in a rebuild or that the franchise is in a bit of a funny spot, but they're getting to the point now where it's so obvious to everybody else. You've got QB moves left and right. You're firing your head coach. Uh, you're losing salary cap space to the point where it's up to 20% of your salary cap. It's just ridiculous, man. The franchise is in a state at the moment. So with it, with the firing of Doug Peterson, how much of that do you reckon was down to um, benching Jalen Hurts last game of the year? Do you think that was his call or do you think that was higher management's decision? I'd be surprised if it was Peterson's decision because at the end of the day, he's trying to keep a job. And I, I, would, I would rather believe that a GM would prefer a higher draft pick than the head coach. The head coach has got a job to keep. He's got a family to feed. Why, you know, if you if you make that decision and you get your team a higher draft pick, then you you don't sack your head coach. If that's the coming down from the GM, I just think that 
well, there's been a lot of reports as well about the GM. I can't remember his name, but he's a power-hungry guy that just wants to be in complete control, which, again, is similar to sort of the Jerry Jones situation where he just wants someone that kind of goes, yes, all the time. I know it's not a Cowboys podcast, lads, but I just have to bring yeah. it um, Well, whilst we're on the Jerry Jones uh, <laughs> subject, now that you brought it up, Jack, um, yeah. is this not a, a demonstration of the negatives of paying quarterbacks early. I know we spoke about Dak in our previous podcast. We've now seen Jared Goff and Carson Wentz both get traded after getting pretty big contracts. Is this not a sign that maybe uh, they shouldn't be paid too early? Well, I don't think I wouldn't agree with that because it's not early for Dak, is it? I'm not saying for Dak. I'm just saying in general. Oh, um... so are we doing the right? Are we doing the right thing with? Yeah, Dak? sorry, mate. I thought you meant Dak. No, sorry, my bad. I think so. I think we did do the right thing with Dak with the first franchise tag just to get an idea of consistency of play because that's obviously what they wanted to see out of him. But I think if they were to franchise him this season, like we said in the other episode, that would be a a grave, grave mistake. Um, But I do think paying quarterbacks too early is a problem that a lot of the leagues are are seeing now, especially with the likes of Goff and Wentz getting traded out on these huge contracts. You've got people like Deshaun Watson who wants to leave uh, the Texans as well. I think we're seeing a lot of big-time contract moves, which just shows you can't pay a quarterback too early until you know that they're the right one for you. So I, th- I still think that the, the league's actually changed their perception of a quarterback. It used to be you have your quarterback and he goes absolutely nowhere for his career, or until he's late on in his career, until he's, until he's done. Now they're seen as every other player. Yeah, you pay him, you can trade him, you take the cap hit, whatever. But people move on from them so much quicker. So you pay your, you pay the guy, you know, you get him some money. He's, you know, he's been in college. He's worked hard for you, regardless of how he performs in his first three years. At the end of the day, it's, this is a multi. Each team is worth a billion dollars at least. There's so much money yeah. at play. If you're not winning and he's not performing, he's out the door. And that's that is it's the same as every position now. Yeah, it's becoming a much more fickle league, isn't it? Yeah. So moving on, guys, uh, what do we think about the landing spot for Wentz? I mean, if he's got good football left, which, you know, still the jury's out on that one, he's got one of the best opportunities, I think, at the Colts. He's got uh, one of the best O-lines in the league with the guard, uh, Quinton Nelson, I think is unbelievable. Like, he just <laughs> puts people on their back. He's unbelievably strong. Um, with obviously Pancake a, a lot of other players on the O-line. Yeah. Um, he's got a solid defence and he's got a, a bell cow running back in, in um, Jonathan Taylor. Um, the receivers aren't the best in the league, but they're a damn sight better than what he had in Philly. Um, T.Y. Hilton is a free agent, so I would like to see them either lock him up or, or go and pursue another one just to give him a weapon. Uh, and he's also got Michael Pittman, who is a rookie this year, who I, I quite like. So I think, as I said, he's, he's got a good situation. And if he is if he has got any good football left, he, he should be able to get it at the Colts with his old offensive coordinator as well. He's got an offence that he knows. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, for me, I think... Um... It'll be interesting to see whether the Colts can fix Carson Wentz. I think he's he's been a bit of a broken man and is his best football behind him, I guess we're going to see see next season. Interestingly, Sheldon, you mentioned his wide receivers. He, he always moaned about his weapons. He's moving to the Colts who they don't really have great wide receivers. T.Y. Hilton's ageing. Pittman Jr. might be OK. But um, he, at least he's going to have a good running back in Jonathan Taylor and that will relieve some of the pressure off him. He shouldn't get hit as much. I think the key is he's got a solid defence behind him, so he doesn't have to put up 40 points every week. He just has to limit the turnovers and they'll win games. That's the challenge. Can he not turn the ball over? 
And he, he tries to make all these hero plays. Like when in these, if you watch highlights of him in 2017, he's got people hanging off him and he's chucking the ball and he's finding his receivers. They make Alshon Jeffries making a ridiculous catch. He still hasn't stopped doing that. He tries like people are hanging off him. He's taking a sack. He's trying to chuck it. But this year, it ended up in the defender's hands. So he's yeah. just got to limit those. Limit those. Know when the play is dead and chuck it away. I mean, as I said, he doesn't. He didn't have the best year this year at all but I mean, if you look at his career stats he's still thrown over I think it's got a two to one touchdown to interception ratio which ain't it's not bad at all so yeah I think I think it'll be good to see the Colts he's got a good situation but I think for for you boys and, and me it's going to be more interesting to watch Philly because that is a tyre fire waiting to happen already is <laughs> yeah I think um, for Wentz the Colts is a safe landing spot for him I think, you know, he's got solid talent around him and Jonathan Taylor. He's got his O-line there. Um, and like Charlie said as well, he's got wide receivers like Pittman, who, you know, could turn out to be a solid talent too. Plus a top five defence on the other side of the ball too, which alleviates a lot of the pressure from his offence and, you know, means he doesn't have to produce yeah. necessarily to the high standard that he may have had to to carry a team like Philly. I also think it's a really good gamble for their GM, Chris uh, yeah. Ballard, how you say his name? You know, they haven't put a lot of draft capital into Carson Wentz. Uh, third and a first for a starting QB is not a lot in today's market, as we've seen. So I think for them, they're thinking, if it doesn't pay off, we haven't sank too much draft capital into him. If it pays off, we've found an answer at QB, which you can argue at the moment is one of the most in-demand positions yeah. for elite talent. So I think it's a safe spot and I think it's a good trade for the Colts. I think the Eagles may have got the short end of the stick, but they didn't have any leverage, especially when your dead cap hit is going to go up to 44 mil in March. You need to get rid. So As long as Philly used the draft capital in areas that helps Jalen Hurts, they'll be okay. The Colts didn't have a first-round pick this year anyway because I think they went out and got a defensive lineman, I can't remember his name, from the 49ers uh, last year. Buckner. DeForest Buckner, that's him. Yeah. Um, so they didn't have a first-round pick this year, so they weren't in a market to get one of those top top QBs um, from the draft. So again, Wentz was probably always going to go there. Let's be honest. I think everyone had, had penciled that one and circled it already. Interesting to see now what happens with Watson. Yeah. But again, we've got a, that one's going to rumble on, I think. So that's all we've got time for today, guys. We hope you enjoyed the show. Go and follow us on Instagram at Helmet to Helmet Podcast UK. And we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace. Peace.